This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who's still trying to process what he just watched, Ryan Nelson. I'm absolutely shook. I am absolutely shook. But I know one thing. Don't you ever double-cross Jerry Kellerman. You see what happens <laughs> when you double-cross Jerry. Yeah, that's going to be interesting that we need to talk about, too, because we got we got to discuss that as well. So there's going to be quite a bit to talk about in this one, to say the yep. least. Uh, if you've been listening to podcasts as we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the third episode of the final season of Succession titled Connor's Wedding. Boy, that's burying the lead on this title. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon only content. You can support us at a three, five, ten, or twenty dollar level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the show. Any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. It doesn't matter if you're coming in as low as a $3 level, as high as a $20 level. Whichever level you sign up for, you will get the show ad-free on the Patreon app. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by running us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, you can write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. And I'm going to be harping on this quite a bit over the next year, so we would really appreciate it, especially for those of you who are on Apple if you could, if you haven't already done so, scroll on down on your Apple Player and just click the five stars for us. We're really wanting to get Rotten Tomatoes certified. Uh, that would help us out a whole lot. And we have to have 200 uh, ratings at least with a, at least a four star average. So uh, all those five stars would be great. We've gotten one this week, so we'd like to get some more. So if you could do that, it would help us out a lot. And it helps out on Spotify too. So. Uh, if you'd like to interact with the show, though, send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. If you want to have us, any questions you have, any thoughts, any any suggestions you might have, we would love to hear those from you. So just go to your email and then shoot us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, holy crap. <laughs> uh, so, real quick, what are your thoughts, man? I'm in absolute shock. Uh, well, you and I were just having a conversation, and I will tell this to everyone. Text your friends and family. <laughs> they need to watch this immediately. This is going to be... <laughs> This is going to be like Trump arraignment news level yeah, when know. this starts breaking. I texted a friend 30 minutes ago and said he he needed to watch. He just texted me and said, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it is – it's mind-blowing. And I'm going to tell you, man, when you watch what's coming next, right. I think it's the right call. Yeah, I do too. And – I, I really do because basically, you know, we have talked about this uh, when, mm-hmm. when we started covering the season uh, a few weeks ago. We asked, 
we were asking ourselves, you know, he has to die at some point in this in the season. We were we were yeah. we were pretty confident about that. We honestly thought though that it was going to come like at the earliest, like the the penultimate episode. Yeah. Uh, but it makes sense with the way that with the way that this family is run, with the way that Logan Roy has run his family and run his business, we need to see the aftermath of his death, and we need to see it play out. Right. And we're going to see it play out for seven episodes, because I'm pretty sure this is a ten-episode season. It is, yeah. And we need to see that. We need to see what, it's, what this is going to do and just what the ultimate, because his death is going to have impact on the company. It's going to have impact on, on the kids. It's going to have an impact on just everything else that resonates around the show, around a presidential election in this, this yeah. uh, obviously this fictional presidential election, but it's going to have an effect on it. And it all has to play out. You can't play that out in one or two episodes at a finale or a penultimate episode. You just can't. So I think you're right. right. It is the right decision. It was yeah. just shocking, though, to see I that happen. When they showed the trailer for the rest of the season, I, I was telling my wife, I was like, man, now the games are about to begin. And it ends with Kittle saying, let the games begin. Yes, I was does. like, I knew it. I knew it. But you're right, man. I think these siblings are about to tear each other apart. And I think... It's not just going to be the siblings either, though. Well, I was about to say, and I think the the Jerry's, the Franks, the Carl's, yeah. Madsen, everyone. And let's, let's shout out this cast, top to bottom. They were all absolutely incredible. Carolina Willa had that great scene where she still wanted to... She, you know, she told Connor she married. Alan Ruck, the right. siblings... Hugo, uh, Frank, Tom, I mean, all of them, man. If I'm a drama that hasn't come out yet, I'm just like, well, we're not going to win an Emmy this year. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough for, for folks to get in on the get in on the Emmy bandwagon after this one. So, uh, like I said, here's the thing. I should have known that something was coming because, and I wasn't even thinking about it, but the people normally HBO sends out screeners to a lot of their big time reviewers. They didn't send them out this week, and that should have been like the first clue that, been. that yeah. something big was happening because they didn't want it to leak. And yeah. like I said, it, it didn't register with me that that that's the reason why they weren't getting screeners for it, uh, advanced screeners. But that should have been a sure sign that something big was going to happen. And I see it was a little bit like I, I, when as soon as like. The, when they start opening this and we see that that Logan says he's basically telling he's telling Roman on the phone I'm not going to be at the wedding and I want you to fire Jerry I'm uh, like oh these are the big bombshells that they're dropping right and no it's not even a it's not even uh, a like a firecracker compared to what's coming yeah. later on in the episode so well it's nice to see a horrible man go out making horrible decisions as he dies yes so. it is i mean but it, it, rest in hell logan Roy. <laughs> and that's just it shows it goes right along with everything that this character has been and everything that he has done up until this point yeah he's basically hasn't cared a thing about i mean it Obviously, Connor is the, you know the black sheep of the family. He's the one that doesn't yeah. reg register with his uh, among his four children, and just the fact that he's foregoing his wedding so they can go meet with Matson about this deal, and he is firing one of his most trusted advisors. He's making his right. son do it, who had a, something of a relationship with him right. with her at one point. Like I said, it is just so on point for the the for the character but 
did you think, I mean, were you thinking at all that this was going to happen in the third episode? I mean, what were you thinking? No, one, uh, let's talk about, like, Connor, the one son who was still with him. Yeah. The one, you know, and it always loved him, and he wasn't going to go to his wedding. No, he wasn't going to go to his What wedding. a piece of crap. I didn't know what I was saying. The whole episode, I even got on Twitter a couple times, was like, is he really dead? Yeah, I, I mean, know. Because I, I was thinking. like, I was like, if he's about to rise from the dead on Easter, boy, that would be some <laughs> symbolism, wouldn't it? <laughs> I yeah. was like, "Jeez, I, I, I didn't see that coming." But because uh, this, I, I, go ahead. I didn't fully believe he was dead until the, until they said, you know, he was he was announced dead that's on the right. I, I was like, "Wow!" That's wow. when I was fully believed that he was dead too. I was like, "Are because they haven't ever just come out and said yes, he is dead, even though it felt like that was the case." Yeah. They don't ever come out and say until Shiv at that press conference at, yeah. at the airport says he was announced dead upon arrival. I was like, okay, well, that's it. Then he, he's gone. And I was just in complete shock about it. I mean, I don't know how, like, it's kudos to them for, like, keeping this under wraps because I don't know that Seriously. anybody really saw this coming. No one saw this coming, and with the way this cast has been turning on, stabbing each other on the back right. a little bit, it is surprising. They must have been really uh, written some NDAs oh, and yeah. all kinds of stuff to, to not say anything. Um, you know, it's it's going to be tough without without Brian Cox because he's been such a, a presence, and he will he will be he will still yeah, he will he'll be and he will still be a presence on the show. Present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will still be a presence. You, you will never get rid of uh, his stench. Will be long, right. long around. But uh, man, it's it's just insane to think about. Logan Roy is gone, and we've got what seven more episodes. Six, seven more episodes. Seven more. Holy cow! Yeah, like I said, I don't. I was really when they start actually putting this thing into motion. I didn't know if they were actually going to go through with it. I mean, that was kind of the yeah. thing. Yeah, I'll look, I, I on Twitter as well because, like, I haven't watched Twitter at all for these first two episodes of the of the final season. Yeah, but on this one, I was like, uh, is anybody else like wondering if he's actually they're actually going to do this? And there were and like Succession was climbing the the trending rankings oh, on yeah. Twitter real quick. It was, uh, and I was like, I, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. And everybody was asking that same question: Are they really doing this? Or are they killing him now? And then they, they did. They he they killed him on the on the third episode. But it's like yeah. you, we said. I think it's the right decision to make. Yeah. And uh, this is also why you watch week to week and don't wait for a binge, people. Yeah. Because because I have some friends that were like, I want to wait about four or five episodes. You're going to get spoiled. Yeah, you're going to get spoiled with this one. There's no way you're going to avoid this. Yeah. None. Because it's going to be one of the most, it's going to be one of the most memorable TV moments in the history of television. I, it really is. I mean, like Ned Stark died. It was before, like, uh, before that show would really take off. Right. Jon Snow died. Well, that time he got stabbed and died. That was huge. Right. I remember. <laughs> Excuse me, spoiler. Game of Thrones. <laughs> you haven't seen Game of Thrones My yet, Will? Sorry. Bad. Uh, but you know, I was just trying to remember if there were like. There really hasn't been anything, uh, you know. I, I, we're, we're just we're reacting. I, I make it think of something afterwards. Oh, I'm sure like, there is, but like, I, I mean, to me, this feels like the closest to Jr. getting shot from yeah, Dallas in really the early '80s. Man. Yeah, it really does. And one of the things about it is, 
normally when a character dies on a television show or on a movie, it's an instant thing. It's like he died. He got shot. Yeah. He, or even if it was a heart attack, I mean, they normally it's decided and it's like they've played it out in like five minutes or less. This takes basically the entire episode for them right. to play out if he has actually died or not. There's still there's still so much uncertainty about, you know, if they're going to, while they're doing the chest compressions, while they're giving him CPR on the plane, if he's actually going, if if they're doing enough to keep him alive until they can get him back on on the ground and get him and just keep him, just keep his heart pumping while, right. until the doctors can get there. And the, the, that's not what, like I said, it took about, 45 minutes for them to get to that point and i guess we, let's just go ahead and start going through the episode itself so it starts very innocently i mean innocently enough i mean you don't think there's you don't see anything just huge coming like i said when we first opened up this episode i thought the big thing that the big bomb that we were going to get is you know he's not that logan's not going to the wedding and that he's having he's having jerry fired and he's asking Roman to do it. Now, let's go ahead and talk about that real quick because Roman basically does tell her that she's being fired. Yeah. Is she actually fired? No, no. I don't think so. I don't think she they is They never either. got to work out the paperwork and, like, you know, they need her now. That's why I really like – this is why I love about this show because you got really got to see, like, Carl, Frank, Carolina mm. uh, – or Carolina. Carolina, yeah. It's Carolina. You saw, like, Hugo – why they're so good at what they do right they were every one of them was so calm they had a plan they knew what they needed to be done they you know they were so good at it and like this is why like you can't get rid of jerry because jerry was picked up like jerry had been fired 30 minutes ago and then here she is right back in the mix right back in the mix you can't get rid of jerry yeah like i said it was just it was so real because as soon as like Hugo goes and gets her later on in the episode, I'm like, I, I, is she supposed to be here? I mean, is she actually a part of the staff still? But yeah, I, I th- I'm with you on that. I don't think, even though Roman went to her, nothing had been well. They said something drawn. about she. They had to get to the the paperwork to right. her or something. You know, we'll get the paperwork later when the paperwork's not going to happen. The paperwork's not going to happen. So, uh, like I said, that was just one of the more interesting parts there at the beginning. And I thought, okay, well, this is what they're going to kind of be dealing with. That's going to be one of the bigger. Issues. Hey, Shout show. out to Jerry's wedding outfit. Just looked fantastic. Yeah, she that did. hat. <laughs> she absolutely did. She she looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and you know Connor, which is Connor at the beginning of this is just fantastic because he is like yeah. focused on this on this cake and there's he's got problems with the cake and he apparently it all goes back to when he was a child and they tried to and they when they had her when they had his father his mother locked up into a mental health institution they tried to give him cake and like so he has this thing against cake and like he doesn't want anybody to be served like that's a that's kind of a big deal you don't want people being served cake at a wedding so Uh, i mean man uh, it always goes back to daddy trauma it it? always goes back to daddy trauma so he's doing like i said Alan Ruck is just really, he understands his character and he gets his character so very, very well. Uh, and you got Willa who's just kind of confused by the whole thing. She's like, why is he acting so weird about this cake? And that's when, and that's when Logan and not Logan, uh, Kendall, Kendall and Roman, you know, like, Oh yeah. Cause they call it like a loony cake or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. exactly what it was, but and these are the times that you like, especially that scene, you like Kendall loves Connor. 
Oh yeah. Like yeah, you know, they don't always act like it, but like when when it has to happen, they love Carter. Oh yeah, like, they love they, Carter. You could tell they they have you know an affection for him. But I think part of the reason why they love him and they have an affection for him is because he's never been a threat. Right, that's part of it. For and sure. so yeah. my question is, I wonder. You know, I don't think he will be after this, but they he apparently though he's going to have some type of power because you watch the what's yeah. going to happen in the season. They are. Whoever the 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 guy who's running for president, uh, Justin Kirk, thank is you. The actor's name I can't think of what his character. Yeah, name I can't is, think of his character's yeah. name is. He's going to try to appeal He's to racist, them. To dr- racist McRacist, I believe, <laughs> was his name was. Yeah, that's what he was in the I think season three, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. But he's going to try to appeal to Connor to drop out of the race uh, to to help him for something. So, like I said, he's going to have a little bit of power. Well, so. I'll he may get some sympathy that. sympathy votes because well, yeah. of his dad, down, and they may be thinking he's taken over. That's got to be part of it. That's true. It he could might be. be right. He may he may get up to two percent. He may get two percent. <laughs> That's right. Uh, like I said, so I'm really interested to see how that plays out because he hasn't been a threat, and I think that's one of the reasons no. why the, the three siblings like him is just because he isn't a threat at this point. And if he becomes more of a threat, do they start to pull their claws out on him a little bit more as well? I, I think so. Uh, obviously, you know, we're going through that, and we get to we get to that point in the episode where – Tom starts trying to call Shiv because they're all up there. Uh, they're basically talking. They're going through. They're doing what they do as, as the kids. They're kind of like insulting each other. They're, they're doing their yeah. back and forth, which is always great. And Tom is trying to call Shiv, and she's not wanting to answer, obviously, because she, she hates the guy at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She hates her husband, and she doesn't want anything to do with him. And he keeps trying to call. He keeps trying to call. And he finally calls Roman instead, and the first thing you hear him say is, "Your dad, he's sick. He's really, really sick, or something along those lines." Yeah, yeah. And the entire mood of the episode just completely switches on a dime at that point. It really does, because I was like, I "Wonder what this is about." And then, like, you could tell, like, the way Tom was reacting, right. and you saw the compressions at one right. point too. You were like, "Oh God, is he actually dead?" Yeah, because He's like it was totally different. Like I quit taking notes, man. I was like, I was so enthralled because I, I I usually have my phone and my notepad up, you know, right. um, you know, keeping. I I did, I did, I was able to get a couple of quotes from Greg and Tom from earlier the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, after that, man, because I was just like, oh my god, is this actually happening? Yeah, and because what, like I said, the tone changes so swift because it does. Because Roman is when he answers the phone, he calls him the FDFD bunch or whatever or something yeah, that he yeah. calls him. And then the very next thing is the inflatable dickety dick. Yeah, thank you. I can't remember what it was. Uh, and he's after as soon as he says that, Tom's next word was, "Your dad's really, really sick. It's really bad." And all of a sudden, Roman's face just kind of goes pale white. Yeah, uh, and. Then Logan, uh, Kendall starts to realize that something's not right. And you've got, for about five minutes, you've got just the two of them dealing with this because Shiv was going to go, basically, ha- was yeah. tasked with telling telling Connor that your dad's not going to be here at your wedding. So they're sitting there trying to deal with it. They're trying to manage this situation as best they can. And, you know, they're saying, and Tom's saying, well, we're going to put you up to his ears in case he can hear you. And what's great about these, these moments, especially when – after the, especially after they go get Shiv, because they keep putting the phone up to Logan's ear so that they can talk to him, and 
all of the emotions that all three of these kids have, yes, they love him. Yes, they that's their father, and they do love him. But the anger and the resentment yeah. they have is still there, and it is still coming out of them as they are trying to be talked to him as he's dying. It's it's unbelievable because I, I'll be honest. I had a, my, my father had cancer, and I he was like pretty much in a coma, and he stayed. He lived until my brother and, and I got to him, right? And we had a situation where we talked in his ear. It's time to let go, and then he died. So like we were able. I, it was a little different situation than what right. we had with the lay. There's no anger or anything. We were actually you know telling. Our dad, how much we loved him, and you know he he had lit, he had fought long enough. Right. It was it was just so weird watching those three who like like you said that anger and resentment they they can't even fully get out you know that they do have some love for their dad. They it starts happening and then it gets interrupted by that anger. Yeah, it really was. It was just a. It was just a really powerful stuff to watch. And, like, the whole time, like, when I'm sitting there watching, like, somebody's got to go tell Connor because he's getting married. Know, it takes man. them forever to get to the point where they finally tell Connor. And you know what? You know what's another thing? You also saw, just again, how rude those three are to everyone. Like, the people that are helping, the people at the, at the, at the, at the boat, mm-hmm. they're just mean mean yeah. people yeah they are they're they're com- they're all completely mean people and it just kind of goes into what yeah. they've been throughout the course of this thing so let's go ahead and get into the connor bit of this here in just a second all right so they finally do track down connor and basically it's just they don't even think this just got, kind of goes into what you're saying a second ago they don't tell Connor because there's, they think of him and they think, oh, we need to inform him. It's because they are standing there. They're talking. They're talking through this entire thing, and when they talk through it, they look into another room and they see Connor. And they're like, oh yeah, we've got to go tell him. They had completely forgotten yeah. that they need to tell Connor and that he needs to be involved in this. It's not until they actually see him that it even registers that he needs to be a part of this. And man, Alan Ruck, just an incredible actor. I'm so glad he got this role. Yes. When he says, well, he never really liked me anyway, I was just like, oh, man. Yeah. And I mean, his dad's not there. Right. He wasn't going to be there. He wasn't going to be. He he was right. Yeah. (laughs) He never really liked it. Yeah, I mean, and that's just a, you know, it's just a difficult thing to process. And But it's uh, one of those things that, you know, he obviously knew and was had already made peace with. But it's still, you know, you get to that day when your dad is finally gone and you never got a chance to make him. It's like you said, I never got a chance to make him proud or I never did make him proud of me. Right. And that's a, just a disappointment. You know, this man, I don't know I don't know how old he's supposed to be in the show. My guess he's probably supposed to be like 55 or something like yeah, that. He's yeah. close to 70 in real life, if I'm not mistaken. Right. But, uh, you know, he that's a difficult thing to deal with when you're that old and you realize that your father was never proud of you and wasn't didn't really want anything to do with you. And now he's gone, you'll never have that chance to be able right. to to earn that respect and to earn that that pride and it's it's gone forever and like i said and alan ruck is just doing such a great job with this and look i'm i think it's great what he did he decides he and willa decide to go ahead at the end of this thing we we Mm -hmm. see them talking because they're discussing whether or not they want to go ahead and get married and 
Alan and Connor are saying, you know, first he's saying, obviously we need to cancel, and she's like, yeah, we need to cancel, and that's a difficult conversation as well because yeah. he's he's going through some stuff, right? And he tells he asks Willa, are you marrying me just for money? And she basically kind of says, yeah. <laughs> but she said that she does love him, but yeah. like the 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 financial support and the security, a big part, you know, is yeah. a big plus. I mean. That's understandable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. But, you know, you would think on the day that your father dies, you'd want to hear something a little bit more covered. I know. I know. But Uh, sweet Willa. Yeah. But, you know, like, good for them. I mean, one thing I I was glad. I was glad they got married. Yeah. I was glad they got married, too, because his father wasn't making enough time for him to come to his wedding. He shouldn't be on on the day that he's supposed to get married. If his father wasn't going to make time for him to come to the wedding, he shouldn't be worried about making time for right. to stop and cancel his wedding and postpone and do all this type of stuff when his dad wasn't going to give him the time of day. So he, I don't think he should be giving the time of day either. I thought that was yeah. – I really like that. Now, at some point it was going to come up, and it finally starts to probably about halfway through the episode – the business aspect of this entire thing because yeah. this is a huge deal when you have somebody who is is still in control of their company who has been trying to sell it and there's still a lot of uncertainty still a lot of doubt about how all this is going to play out he is trying when that person dies because they are still in control of their empire it's going to play huge on the American, well, the global financial systems. And that's the part of this that starts to, they have to start eventually dealing with. And they started about halfway through. And that's where things got serious. Cause like, you know, Jer- Carl's like, you know, my name, uh, Frank and, and Jerry needs to be all there. Right. And then like everybody was trying to get at their hands in the, in the pot. Yeah. Everybody's trying to, basically this becomes a positioning thing, yeah. you know, and they haven't even, he hasn't even been dead for like 10 minutes at this point. Uh, so they're all trying to position. They're all trying to position. The kids that are trying to position themselves. You've got all of his like trusted, all of Logan's most trusted advisors throughout the course of his life. They're all there trying to position themselves. And you still got Carrie who, it was just in shock throughout the course of this. Uh, what look, we don't get a lot of Carrie, but she's yeah. really, really good in the what little we get from her. Ch- you mean Chuckles the Clown? Chuckles the Clown, yes. Uh, as, as said by, I believe that was Carl that's called her Chuckles yeah, the Clown. Yeah, I think it was Carl that called, that called she her. She acted that. just so weird. So Carrie's going to end up pregnant, right? There's got to be. That would be Because she's involved. I, I, I just have a feeling she's pregnant. Yeah, that would be, that would be interesting if she was. I would I would find yeah. that highly interesting if she was. I don't know what they're going to do with that character. I, I think, because like I said, I don't even, like, for her, because, like, the whole shock of it, I mean, like, she's Logan's assistant. She's the yeah. girlfriend. I mean, with no Logan, there is no role for her at all. I just all. realized we haven't seen Logan's wife. I bet she's about to be back. Well, maybe yeah, but see, they haven't brought her back for this, so my guess is she's going to come for her you know, for her piece of the pie, her piece of the pie as well. So there's going to be all kinds of that in, in the coming weeks. Uh, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of Greg this, this episode. Well, we did. It was great. Uh, it was really good. Uh, Thomas said he like got some Greglets together. And yes. was bringing them he, with said, him. he says, I have a few, uh, people gregging for me. I've got a, a few Greglets. Yeah. And he also said, Logan 
visually, if Logan hates you, you visually aggravate him. And later in the episode, he he told Greg, uh, he's like, well, you just got a, 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 a stocking at the bottom yes. of the Christmas. An old man who hates An you. An old God. man who hates you, yes. Oh, man, it was great. Uh, and... Like I said, I don't really know how they're going to... I don't know how Greg is going to play in this. Obviously, he's going to have... You know it was Greg's... The girl he was hitting on is the one who ended up telling everyone. Oh, I'm sure it was, You yeah. know it was Greg who somehow got that story out. Yeah, that was kind of my first thought as well. Maybe that it was well, whoever also, he was talking to. We see in the, the coming up trailer that he's uh, sucking up to the siblings. Yes, uh, he is. So... Yeah. There's going to be some good Greg coming up. Yeah, there's going to be some good Greg, some good Greg and Tom stuff coming up. And, you know, I don't know, what, like I said, the focus, I kind of thought the focus of the season was going to be a lot about uh, Shiv and Tom's divorce. It seemed to be such a central part of those first two episodes. And I thought that was going to be a really central part of this going forward because I thought that was going to be, they were really going to play the two against each. Logan was going to play the two against each other, and they were going. He was going to try to like use them as chess pieces and all this type of stuff. But that obviously changes now because, yeah. uh, and Tom is really concerned at this point because he says at one point, you know, I've lost my protector. And mm-hmm. if you watched the coming up on the rest of the season, like he's trying to like position himself and Carl just like lays into him yeah. about, you know, how you're basically just a piece of crap. And there's like, yeah. you know, what would the naysayer say? And he just lays out this horrible, this horrible future for him and the company and, and for yeah. ATN and it's, it doesn't look good for him. So I uh, wonder if Greg deleted the lo- logistics folder that he was. Yeah, supposed to. I know. I, that's what I want. I want to know what was so important that needed to be deleted out of that. So that's, yeah. was, that's kind of one of the things I'm, I'm really interested to find yeah, out. I, I'm wondering about Tom because Tom looked like he was on his way to the top. Yeah, he was but like, but with, with his protector gone, these people have nothing for him. Shit right. has nothing. Oh, for definitely. Him. You know, Kendall and Roman, his, him and Greg have to have something up their sleeve. Oh, they, they, they all have, they only have each other now. Now, let's go ahead and let's. I've been saving these this for the end. So, look, the reason this episode works so incredibly well is because of the three, the three siblings. You've got uh, Kendall. Uh, played by Jeremy Strong, Shiv, played by Sarah Snook, and Roman, uh, played by Kieran Culkin. They are the ones that yeah. make this episode work because for most of this episode, it is them responding to the death of their father while they're on a boat getting ready to set sail for wherever they were, as they were supposed to be going while their father's having chest compressions on a plane and just that separation and the fact that they can't do anything to get to him. They have to wait till the plane turns around. They have to wait for the plane to land. And those three actors in this, they, like, when we start doing, like, when Emmys and stuff start coming out, this is going to be one of the scenes that right. we see in, yeah. like, Emmy award presentations when they're doing, like, the snippets there, and stuff. There's going to be several from this mm-hmm. <laughs> episode. There really that are. are yeah. And so what's also going to be interesting is, I mean, this has been Brian Cox's show. Let's just be yeah, yeah, honest. Yeah. It's been his show. Uh, Jeremy Strong has kind of had his moments. His, yeah. Uh, Sarah Snooks had her moments and, and Kieran Culkin's had his moments, but it's been Jeremy. It's been Brian Cox's shows. So now Jeremy Strong is about to take over. I kind of feel that way as well. I feel like he is going to be the one that kind of takes the center stage, but 
I don't know. I mean, it could be. Yeah. I mean, it could be any of the other two kids as well. And well, and, and Matthew McFadden. As yeah. Tom. Yeah, he could. He could as well. And like I said, I'll, I I cannot wait to see how these people start attacking each other because the, I'm really excited. Like when the when the three kids are, were working together, they worked so incredibly well together. But when they're going after each other. Yeah. They are so incompetent. And they are so bad at trying to establish themselves away from each other. And I think that's just going to be their ultimate downfall. I don't see well, any of these three kids becoming out on top of no. this thing. And that also looks like old school Kendall on drugs and everything yeah, else. Yeah. Uh, so God knows what we're about to see from him. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be absolutely a fascinating, fascinating watch here in these last seven episodes. Uh, I mean, those, like I said, those three are, were just so incredibly strong in in, yeah. in this episode, and they were just nailing it one hundred percent. I I cannot I mean, praise those three even, enough. I know. Can you even make a prediction of how this goes now? I, I have no clue. I think it's going to end up. I think what's going to end up happening is. That that try that that power group that has been so close to him the uh, you know the Jerry the the Carl Frank, Carl Frank those those three I think they are going to do everything they can to usurp the company for themselves I really think so it, them and Matson together I, that's kind of what I believe just because I can see that just because I don't think they have any faith in the kids. I think they, and I think yeah. they believe, unless the three of those, unless those three kids can find a way to, oh, obviously, what a lot of what's going to be dependent upon is how whatever is in Logan's will. I'm sure that in his will, I'm sure that's going oh, to be that'll that'll be a nightmare. <coughs> oh yeah, it will be, and I'm sure that will be a big part of of uh, next week's episode is whatever is in that will. I don't know if we'll we'll actually get a reading of the will or if they're just going to. It'll have been read, and then everybody knows, and we just kind of are getting reactions yeah. from what what has taken place. But that's going to be a big part of it. And once they get that out there, you know who's going to. Obviously, they're still talking to Madsen because we've seen uh, Skarsgård. Yeah. He is he's still in this thing, right? So, so they're going to be trying to they're going to be trying to navigate that deal still. And like I said, there's just going to be so much to pay attention to in these in these last seven episodes, and it's going to be. It's probably going to be one of the most chaotic final seasons of a television show because you just dropped this huge bomb here so early in the season. I just can't wait to watch it unfold. I'm I'm stunned, and I'm so excited. And bravo for having the balls to do this so early in the season. It it is. That is a huge risk to take because when you do that, you're taking the the biggest star power of your show, you're taking that star power completely off the show because I mean, look, a lot of these guys, a lot of the people in the show, you know, they've made careers for themselves. I mean, Jeremy Strong uh, is going... He's obviously done other stuff, but he's going to have a really good career after this. Same thing for Sarah Snook. Kieran Culkin's been around forever. Uh, But the guy with the most star power is Brian Cox. He's the one that's the most recognizable. And it's going to, when you take that guy off with, you know, 70% of your show still left for the season, that's going to, that's going to make waves. And like I said, kudos for them for 
for taking that swing for doing what they think yeah. needs to be done for the narrative of the show uh it's it's going to i'm really going to miss logan man he Me was too. he yeah. was such an incredible character i mean he's an awful he person but, awful human being but so much fun to watch yeah just brian cox man just like uh just the way he he had such a presence and just a, a fear everyone was scared of oh, him yeah. like uh and just the lines that he would say, you know, we won't get an F off anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the which way is, that he says it anyway. Uh, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll probably we'll, still get those, but just the way that he his, says it, yeah, it's yeah. just so and, incredible. And you just never knew what Logan Roy was going to do next. No, so you didn't. It's it's definitely going to be going to be a miss. And man, I I have all faith in these and the people behind the show that they're going to pull it off. I'm even I more excited. I, I can't believe I'm more excited to see Logan Roy die right. and we and see what's coming next because I just don't know. No, I don't. Besides either. blood, I know blood's coming. Oh yeah, it's but going to be messy. You, do not double cross Jerry. You see what happens. That's right. <laughs> you see what Immediately happens. Immediately after that, he has a heart attack and dies. Yeah, that's right. So you don't want to double cross Jerry because that's bad things happen if you do. All right, I guess. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I guess that is a wrap on this, this episode, unless there's something else you can think of. Man, no, I think we're ready for the awards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we are too. We're, we're, we're just in shock. Yeah, here, we're, we are in shock. So it's kind of, it's, it's, it's. Call your family and friends again. Make sure they're watching this. <laughs> Make sure they're watching. All right, let's do some awards. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we are covering a season of a television show and we're in the middle of that season, we do three weekly awards. Up first is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who is your MVP for this show, for this episode? It's either got to be the siblings or the whole cast. I'm fine with the whole cast. I I thought from top to the bottom, incredible. Everybody had to step up. I I went with the three siblings. I just went ahead and went with them because they were just so... And they yeah. were just so critical. I mean, they had the biggest, biggest. They had the biggest. They had the biggest parts to fill because they had to. They had so much they had to portray in those moments. They had to portray the sadness of losing their father, the uncertainty of losing their father, the uncertainty of where they were going to be placed in the company, what it meant for their future. Plus, they had to deal with you know the fact that they were still just angry with him and they never got they never really got the love and affection that they felt like they deserved from their father so they're having to portray all of this in a very very brief moment and they had an argument pretty much besides roman the other two had an argument the last time they saw him yeah you're right so like i said it's it's a their role was so difficult i thought they pulled it off just really great so i'm going with three of them uh the agatha all along the best scene of the week what are you going with Man, let's go when Roman gets the call. Was it Roman or Kendall? It was Roman got the call. From that moment on, when Roman gets the call, that that something has happened. Yeah, that's. I think that's that's where where the episode takes off. That's where it takes off, and that's where, I mean, and that's where all of a sudden just everyone who was watching this episode was like, "Whoa, are they doing this?" Because I think everyone who was who has been watching this show knew that. Logan was going to die before the show yeah. ended. And the fact they did it so early and it felt like the, it was coming as soon as he makes that call, you're like, oh, wow, we're doing it here. It, that is definitely the scene of the week. So the if you <coughs> excuse me, the if you come with the king, you best not miss the best line of the week. What'd you go with? So, you know, it's hard not to pick. He has a few 
people. I have a few people gregging for me. Yeah, I've got that a few was greglets. really good. But I think, man, later in the episode, it's when Connor. I mean, excuse me, uh, Roman and and uh, who was it? Not Connor. Uh, oh, Kendall. Roman and Kendall were talking, and they and one of them said, uh, Roman says, "I'm going to be okay." Now you're not going to be yeah, okay. You're going to be really f. <laughs> and they kept saying it to each they other. They kept saying it to each other. And they were laughing. And uh, I, it just it just shows what the siblings have. They're they're still fighting and and making each other laugh. So I, I love that scene. Yeah, I didn't. The one I went with, it, I didn't get the exact wording of it. It's it was that moment that that Tom calls Roman and he says, your dad, he's sick or he's really sick. Like I, said, I didn't get the exact wording of it yeah. because all of a sudden things just change so quickly because this is normally a pretty funny show mm-hmm. and it wasn't funny at that point. No, I mean, no. there were a couple little laughs there later on, like with that little scene that you mentioned, but at that, from that point on, it was just like, there was so much tension and so much uneasiness going forward for, throughout the rest of the episode. You're like, how is this going to play out? What's, what's happening here? What's going on? And man, and it all starts with just that one, that one line from uh, Matthew McFadden when he's giving it to Roman and he says, your dad's sick. Like I don't remember exactly what the word yeah. was, but that was mine. So, all right. So here on the main attraction podcast, we have a five tier rating system. At the top of our list is the Game of Thrones. Beneath the Game of Thrones is a lost middle of the road for us as friends. Beneath the friends is uh, Full House. Bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. I'm assuming we're both going to be sticking at Game of Thrones after this. Yes. Yes. There's <laughs> no way around it. I mean, my God. No. As we've hinted at we may be changing this to succession yeah we may be well we need to see how they stick the landing on these we last get, yeah, seven yeah, episodes but, my but goodness but yeah that, that was a a strong way to get this to, towards is probably Rome. the most memorable episode of tv i think the, the one where spoiler for game of thrones excuse me where Arya kills the night king mm. this is right there with it because like i watched it live right. and like just the like just being in shock being excited this is right there with it yeah but the but the difference is you know i look i, I know that uh, i wasn't watching that i, I binged that much later on but you knew that was coming well, you knew that something big was coming that episode because you knew it was going to be uh the battle of winterfell you knew that was coming yeah. so the, you knew this was going that was going to be a huge episode this just comes out of nowhere this just right. comes completely so completely out of left field that you're just kind of left stunned at the at once it actually happens and they finally do announce yeah. it so all right <coughs> oh, excuse me all right so uh we do that kind of wraps up our our talk on succession for this week can't wait to talk about what happens next week yeah, uh but we do want to give some recommendations for our listeners uh some things that we've been watching and that we might want to pass along so what do you got i got two uh and you may have this one beef on netflix yeah it is man it's really good must it's a must watch yeah. it is original creative just wild yeah well worth watching i would highly recommend it yes it's really really good i i watched it in the course of about two days this past week and it was yeah. really good it's all all the episodes are about 30 35 minutes long they're 10 yeah. episodes uh they could probably could do maybe with eight or nine to be perfectly honest yeah. with you but other than that it is just a fantastic show i absolutely yeah. loved it yeah what else you got and my last one is a 
the HBO music documentary series Music Box is back, and they just had dropped one called Running with Our Eyes Closed. It's about the uh, Americana musician Jason Isbell, who okay. wins a lot of Grammys. Yeah. It's about him making his last album and just how much uh, creativity and trying to come up with the perfect album. Okay. Destroy someone's psyche, his <laughs> marriage, uh, just just all about that album to see what he goes through, just what creativity can do to someone. And man, it is an incredible watch, and you, you may even tear up. You don't even have to be a fan of his right. music uh, to watch it. Just just watching, you know, what this does to this man as he's trying to create a perfect album. It's it's really worth well watching. It's called Running with Our Eyes Closed. It's on HBO Max now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I've actually got a number of things I could use. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you've heard me coughing the last couple of minutes. I've got, I've been having bronchitis. I've been home quite a bit this week, so I had a lot of chance to watch some things, but I'm actually just going to go ahead and go with the two movies that I saw this week. I finally got around seeing Dungeons and Dragons after oh, avoiding yeah. the tornadoes. It was really, really good. I will say this. Look, one of the things I love the fact that we're back in movie theaters. I think it's great. I love the theater yeah. experience. I'm not a huge. Most of the time, I like the fact that they are now doing like pre-assigned seating. But mm -hmm. today, like when I saw Dungeons and Dragons, I was not a, a fan of it because my pre-assigned seat. When I was going towards it, I was there. The guy there was a, there was uh, probably a couple in like their fifties and maybe not that old. I don't know, maybe they were closer to our age, but. They had well, like a they are at our age if they're in their fifties. To be honest, <laughs> so true. Uh, <laughs> but they they had probably either a, a son or a grandson with them, and the guy that like my seat was right next to to the older gentleman that was there, and he looked like he was being held at gunpoint to be at this movie. Oh god! And like when. It was a funny movie, and I wanted to laugh, but every time I laughed, I felt like I was annoying this guy. So that takes <laughs> that really affects yeah. your enjoyment of a film. Uh, I can see that. So I'm like, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to watch it on Paramount Plus again when it comes out uh, to see if I can kind of because like yeah. every time I start to laugh, I was like, um, this because that guy wasn't he he didn't budge, he didn't laugh, he didn't uh, do anything, and it was like yeah. throwing me off. So, and uh, I think that movie made a mistake of not coming out a couple of weeks before Super Mario Brothers because it kind of took away from its box office. Yeah, in the second did. week. Speaking of which, that is my second one, uh, Super Mario Brothers. I did go see yeah. it as well. Uh, fun movie. Absolutely fun movie. I was hey, come to find out, Chris Pratt, completely fine as Mario, oh, yeah, and people is. liked him. I, I saw multiple people go, yeah, that was an overreaction. It was, was a good. huge overreaction. I mean, the biggest compliment I can give to most of those actors, the voice actors, uh, I, I forgot most of the time that they were the who was voicing the actors the, the only oh, one wow. the only one who really sounded like themselves was seth rogan as donkey kong uh, yeah i heard he said i'm not doing anything yeah he, he was basically just doing his own voice jack black was fantastic as uh, everyone's talking about jack, jack black yeah but he, oh he, he was fantastic oh my gosh he was so good as bowser it was just incredible now again let's talk about patrons all right so if you go to if you go to a theater, please, ladies and gentlemen, I know they have recliners nowadays, most theaters, and that you can get comfortable. It's nice. I love it. The person I was sitting next to took oh, their God. shoes and socks oh, off. No. 
no, don't do it. Don't do that. I'm like, That's what gross. are you doing? Like, he like takes his shoes and socks, and this was like an adult male who was taking uh, his shoes and socks off. People like, do this on airplanes too. It's so gross. I was like, oh gosh, why are you doing this? But, uh, but yeah, like, but other than that, the the the, the movie it it understood the assignment. That's what I wanted to see. It was it's a fun movie. It's short. It doesn't it doesn't take its tell. Look, it is not like pure cinema cinematic greatness but if you like the mario games if you've played as many of them as i played throughout the course of your life and that's kind of the thing about this film like over like 60 percent of the ticket sales went to people like 18 to 34 years old right. it wasn't just well, wasn't kids. It the biggest animated opening of all time it is, yeah. yeah yeah so it, i mean think about that that's insane to think about it is it really is i mean uh, critics have been very, very male on it, which I, I, I fully expected. Shut that. up. <laughs> but it has been so very well received by fans. Looking now, I'm just like, all right, we've got Mario. I want Zelda. I want Metroid. Give me, give it's me, coming, man. yeah, give me the games that the, the Mario expanded universe That's is right. coming. <laughs> so, and I will all be there, all for it. So, uh, I've got some other stuff. We'll, I'll save those for later, though, uh, because I did, like I said, I got a chance to watch a lot of stuff this week. So, uh, anything else you want to add before we head off? appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time and don't forget to text your family and friends about watching this episode (laughs) for the spoilers that's right because they're going to hit hard so and they need to come join our podcast afterwards that's right come join our podcast afterwards so all right guys i will echo those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true